For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, you'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. What's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, I'm Yola Gazzo. I'm joined by my brother, John Webb Legazzo, and McKay Westbrook as well. Um, so guys, for uh, today's pod, uh, we want to first briefly talk about that Warriors game we just had that uh, launched us into the playoffs after a win. Uh, then we'll really get into the meat of our discussion today, where we'll preview the first round series matchup we have here now against the Phoenix Suns. Um, so yeah, you know, let's go, let's go back to the first, uh, you know, that, that game against the Warriors, John Webb, McKay, want to get your brief thoughts here about that game. What'd you guys think? Listen, that game has to be, uh, in the discussion for game of the year so far. Uh, it was an instant classic. The hype was there for the game, uh, a matchup we've seen before in the playoffs, uh, rematch, right. Between LeBron and Steph Curry, uh, Chef Curry was sizzling, coming in with this uh, squad, and the the guys, the the hype was real. Uh, my first uh, takeaway from this is the the play in games are here to stay. Uh, marquee matchups, desperation, big plays. Uh, it's exactly what I thought it would be. March Madness type energy. Yeah, it, it was uh, fun to watch. I think this is um, might go down as LeBron's version of the flu game. It's the three rim game. <laughs> um, <laughs> where LeBron James gets poked in the eye and still hits the the clutch three-pointer. Um it it was awesome. It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh the first half had me frustrated. Um yeah, you know Sorry LeBron and AD were were our weak links in in the first half. Unfortunately, um but they they showed their superstar prowess and really brought it out in the second half. Um uh-huh. they knew what was at stake. Uh, I, I think that's the differentiating factor when it comes to 
um, the championship team, you know, uh, who can really turn it on when it matters. Yeah, man. And, and honestly, I felt like just the Lakers, right. You, you mentioned the first half of that, that game. I just felt like the coaching staff and the Lakers, they went, they went default mode, right. They, they did mm -hmm. the default rotation and the default game plan, um, regardless of what the matchup was. Um, and it was, you know, Steph Curry and Draymond Green. And um, just from the get-go, it was, you can see that it was clearly just a bad idea uh, mm -hmm. do, doing that default thing. And I feel like that's what the Lakers have done. And that's what they did last postseason and then made adjustments after that. And I feel like that's what's going to keep continue to happen because that's what, uh, I guess, the um, just the, the, the way right the coaching staff works how the lakers work um and uh they but they adjust just in time where it's almost too late but somehow because we have ad and lebron james we win and and we we get to the finish line mm -hmm. um and what happens is because of that you get this really uh defensive intensive intensive game very gritty um, and you'll see, you know, contributions from your bench and, and, and rotation players. And then, and then, uh, you know, your star players show up exactly when you need them to show up. So, I mean, John Webb, to your point, it's exactly the type of, uh, it, it was exactly the type of game that really um, you want. Um, it right. was competitive and uh, excellent. It was, it was beautiful to, to see that sort of competition. Yeah, and you know, Schroeder, AD, and LeBron combined for a two for 22 from the field that first half. Uh, and you could see, like, from the bench, right, the, war the Warriors were running their mouths, uh, celebrating at halftime with Steph's buzzer beater. Um, our offense was really terrible, like Mikay was saying, but people forget how we won the championship last year. And you brought it up, right? And that's relentless and resilient uh, defense. Our coaches are second to none when it comes to those adjustments. And Alex Caruso, Wesley Matthews, KCP, Kuzma, shout out, right? We're playing like dogs. Yeah, man. Uh, 20 turnovers to, uh, that last night for the Warriors uh, compared to 11 for the Lakers. So we, we valued that ball. And really, the Warriors poked the bear, right? AD woke up uh, finishing with 25 points. Uh, LeBron uh, with uh, the casual 22, 11, and 10, as uh, Perk says, a triple-double, right? But that shot to, to seal the deal, that three-rim shot, uh, and then the fitting KCP still at, still at the end, uh, game of the year for me so far. And Steph Curry said it, right? All-time great players make all-time great shots. Yeah, I mean, that shot is absolutely going to go down um, in history as one of LeBron James' greatest shots. You know, it's going to be on his career highlight reel. Um, it, it was just absolutely incredible. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, this was a game seven um, for the Lakers, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that was the mentality that I think everybody had to have, um, even though our, our stars weren't getting it done. I think this is really um, where not having LeBron and AD – um, the benefits are showing, you know, our role players know what to do. They can be productive when they need to. They had to play a lot of time without um, mm -hmm. any superstars. And uh, so they got it done. And 
a big kudos, especially to the coaching staff in this one. Yep. When it came down to crunch time, they made the right moves. You know, Dennis exactly. Schroeder was out there. He he wasn't getting it done. He he was trying to take too many shots. He tried to um, take the game into his own hands. And you know, I I typically um, have a lot of confidence in Schroeder, and mm-hmm. I like the way he plays. But right. mm-hmm. um, Vogel made the correct choice in keeping in Alex Caruso, and um, you know he's he's done what he's done the last couple of years. He he um, make he amplifies the play when he and LeBron James and and Anthony Davis are are in together, and it, it was just overall intense and exciting and uh, and just a really fun basketball game to watch. Right, and I think uh, that was one great adjustment from the coaching staff to put Caruso in for um, Dennis Schroeder uh, late in the game. Another big adjustment, I thought, was um, leaving Drummond out, leaving Harrell out, not putting um, – uh, obviously, I, I don't think uh, – I mean, Gasol, right? Um, and keeping AD at the five. I think that was a huge adjustment that mm-hmm. really benefited us because it spaced the floor – and it helped, um, you know, just unclog that uh, the, the the paint where AD and LeBron James could do their business. Even and you could even see, you know, Kuzma Caruso cutting in and getting to the basket. That was, um, you know, easy picking for for LeBron James to pass it to them. Uh, but uh, just you're right, like like hands up and kudos to to uh, our coaching staff for making that that adjustment. Even though it was very very almost too late because uh, they were uh, they had come back again. Right. And um, but, you know, uh, uh, great game, great game overall. And just glad that we won. We don't have to, we didn't have to play tonight. Right. We're recording today, Friday. Uh, Warriors are playing right now. And we were just watching that before we recorded here. Uh, We'll see what happens with that game. But um, all right, guys, let's, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, uh, like I said, we'll get into the meat of the discussion. We'll talk about our uh, first round matchup against the Phoenix Suns. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, this is McKay with the hashtag Laker podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high-quality, low-priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with John Webb and McKay. Um, guys, before we start, I mean, I think we need to seriously acknowledge the the, the accomplishments of the Phoenix Suns this year. Um, look, uh, mo- most people thought that uh, bringing Chris Paul in would make 
the Suns, I don't, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe they wouldn't make the, the playoffs this year, but um, somehow they surged like very, you know, they're second in the West. Right. Um, and I think that's be- usually because of CP three and how he's been able to maximize Devin Booker and Aiton. Right. Um, and uh, because of it, they're, they're where they are right now. And, uh, but, you know, I, I, I think, in my opinion, I think they're going to have a tough time against the Lakers. I don't know if you have the same opinion as me, but, uh, you know, let's, let's start with, with, uh, let's start a discussion. I want to start with our, the, you know, the defensive end. Um, we'll get to the offensive side in the, on the next segment, but, uh, um, what do you guys think the Lakers uh, strategy here, uh, at least defensively, would be in this series um, against the Phoenix Suns? Um, in in my opinion, you know, I mean, we we all know the Lakers have the best defense in the league. Um, we can lock pe- nearly anybody down when we really need to. Um, we we did it a couple games ago or nights ago against Steph when when it came down to crunch time. Um, Mm-hmm. If Anthony Davis is is at the five, any big man, um, I don't care who you are. If you're Joel Embiid, uh, Anthony Davis is going to shut you down. Um, so that that goes for DeAndre Ayton. Um, we look at somebody like like Chris Paul, like you mentioned, he's brought a ton to this uh, Phoenix squad. Um, but you know he's older. He's definitely not moving around the way he was in his prime. Um, Devin Booker is an incredible athlete. Uh, I, I think he's going to be um, the absolute most difficult um, to, to keep under control. Um, he doesn't have a ton of playoff experience. So uh, I, I think that's going to heavily weigh into this. Um but you know, so, something that you kind of touched on, uh, Yoa. I know uh, everybody is is praising Chris Paul like crazy for helping turn around this team, and I don't want to take away from that. But uh, you know, he's in the MVP conversation, and I I don't think uh, he's necessarily that. Um, I do recognize the things that he brings to the team, but I felt like Phoenix was up and coming. You know, I, I felt like they were very underrated and I feel like their stars have had more time to develop. And they're just at that point where adding Chris Paul was that extra little bump that they needed to get to where they're at. But we saw um, just a couple of weeks ago in our matchup with, with the Suns that we, um, are very heavily favored when uh, when we match up against them, and I, I don't think it's going to be a real issue. Yeah, but listen, the Suns are second in field goal percentage at 49%, and that's featuring right a prolific outside shooting backcourt like you were talking about, and Devin Booker and Chris Paul. They're uh, third in assists at 27 per game and seventh in three-point shooting at about 38%. So... You know, it's a balanced three-prong attack for me, like pick and roll with CP3, ISOs with Booker, um, consistent three-point shooting all around, uh, and they could really space the floor. And I, I, I tend to disagree. Like, we have to disrupt the point God, right? 
I'm still mad the NBA, you know, frustrated that trade uh, that would have brought him with Kobe. Um, but we, I, I think his impact is undeniable. Like CP3's impact to the Suns is undeniable. Uh, you, we have to frustrate him. We have to throw different looks at him. Uh, he's really the focal point of this offense. I don't think they get second place in the West without him. Um, yeah, 17 points, nine assists, uh, four and a half rebounds, 40% from three. That's, that's crazy. And, you know, we, we have to try to stop him, get Caruso on him, get LeBron on him, make him uncomfortable. Yeah, man. And, and he's been killing it. Um, he's, he's absolutely been, been an impact to this team. Um, I want to go back to that um, March 2nd meeting. I think that was our first game against them where we lost. And um, uh, Davis didn't play. We had LeBron James play. Um, and um, dur- during that game, we we really committed a lot of resources into uh, trying to contain Chris Paul and Devin Booker out of the game. And uh, as well as trying to cut off all those uh, roles uh, of, of DeAndre Ayton too, uh, like. But the thing is that um, even with that, they ha- they have what what they don't what people don't realize is they have a pretty deep team. And in that game, uh, Jay Crowder, Mikel Bridges, um, and others uh, combined for 14 three pointers um, and and 72 mm-hmm. points overall. It's just so um, even if you do contain Chris Paul and Devin Booker, I mean, you still have to, to um, not be so relaxed in, in, in trying to get back to your rotations and, and defending the other players as well. Um, so I think um, that's one of the things that I'll look to to see if the Lakers can um, tighten up their rotations as they, they go out and defend and, and try to double um, Chris Paul and, and trap him and, and Devin Booker and so forth. Um, our last game, McKay, you mentioned that game. I think what was uh, uh, st- the stark difference between our first game and our last game was uh, uh, in the last game, Anthony Davis played. Um, I'll bet without like LeBron James, but mm-hmm. because Anthony Davis was there, our defense tightened up a little bit and, and um, it uh, really forced the, 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 the Suns to to um to do other plays because anthony davis can cover so much ground and uh the the defensive rotations were just a little bit better and a lot lot more smoother because he's on the court yeah i mean listen what we need to watch out for and what we've seen work very well is chris paul's pick and roll game with deandre ayton uh we've been terrible at defending pick and rolls all year with other centers right um if you put Anthony Davis at the five, that kind of negates it a little bit. That mitigates that strategy for us. So Frank Vogel, Lionel Hollins, and this coaching staff are, I guarantee you, hitting those defensive drills right now, uh, watching film on that. And like McKay mentioned, like this is a young, young Phoenix Suns team. You know, not only Booker, but Bridges, Ayton, Cam Johnson uh, have never, never played in, in the playoffs. Like, never. So the the key is to start early, uh, seed doubt in those players' minds by being relentless on defending them. You know, physicality, bully ball. I throw Mark Trez, Dre Drum on Aiton. You know, beat him up a little bit. Uh, put some AD defensive 
player of the year energy in his life? Right. I think that um, I would be very look. I I know that Le, like uh, not LeBron. I think the coaching staff are gonna is gonna put uh, De, uh, Andre Drummond. Uh, you know to to start. They're gonna do the default rotation, right? Um, mm-hmm. And um, that's just given. But I think that's going to be a problem going down the stretch because I foresee, like we saw with Steph the other night, that uh, they'll just pick apart Andre Drummond and and Harrell as well. So I think really um, we need to get our our smartest defenders at the five there, um, which is AD and Gasol, and that would those would be my starting like those would be my the the people that I would put at the five um, and limit my rotations with, with Drummond and, and Harold. I think 80 at the five is our best, uh, you know, with him and LeBron, uh, just our, our best lineups against the, the Phoenix Suns. Um, what, what do you think, McKay? Yeah, I, I actually absolutely agree with you. Um, we've discussed this in, in previous podcasts, and um, I was extremely uh, uh, happy that Andre Drummond finally came over to the Lakers. I had been hoping that we would um, – get him over here for years and uh you know when it comes down to it i think the answer is anthony davis at at the five not just for this um, particular matchup but i think for the lakers success in general um regardless of of how great he is um out on the wing and and just how versatile of a player he is um i i think his strengths are just unmatched when it comes to the defensive end and even even on the offensive end um down low we need him down at the five um and we'll we'll see how long frank vogel tries to keep our our rotations but i i think that's absolutely going to be the key to our success well, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, um, I guess, again, we, we are the number one defensive team in the league. I think we have the pieces um, and the players that uh, um, can um, really stop this Phoenix Suns team um, and uh, from, from really uh, going anywhere. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, you, you never know with Chris Paul on the, on the court. But uh, let's go ahead and take our last break here. And when we do come back, we will talk about um, the Lakers' uh, strategy on the offensive end and what uh, we hope to do there. But uh, guys, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? 
head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with McKay and John Webb. Um, and on this last segment of the show, we're going to continue our discussion about the first round matchup against uh, against the Suns. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, offensive strategy uh, for the Lakers, that what we think um, or hope that they uh, uh, implement out there. But we'll see. Um, so what do you guys think uh, the Lakers... Um, are going to do here. Anthony Davis. Yes. That's it. Anthony Davis has to get going early. And pod. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I would try to take advantage of matchups with DeAndre Ayton. Really take it to the rim. Um, Ayton is probably, you know, probably the only real option to guard Anthony Davis in the series. And he's going to be in foul trouble. Get him in foul trouble early. We've seen that happen in the regular season pounded its side but let me be clear right deandre ayton cannot guard anthony davis right he cannot guard anthony davis there's no one on that team that can guard the brow yeah we we saw that in their last matchup you know he uh right anthony davis made uh ayton look, look like a child you know he's they just <laughs> don't they don't have an answer for him and they don't um, you know, when it comes to our offensive strategy, uh, you know, it's it's really not anything complicated. Get it into the hands of AD, get it into the hands of LeBron. Um, if they're playing consistent, we're going to win the series. It's it's just about as as simple as that. Um, you know, we've we've got solid. I I mean, that not to say that they're the entire team. Um, but kind of, um, but we are, we are a lot deeper than that as well. We have so many people that, um, mm-hmm. can go off and have gone off this season. Um, KCP, like I said, he always shows up when we need him. Yep. He always shows up. Mm-hmm, um, I'm, I'm looking for, uh, Kuzma to, to be relevant. You know, I felt like this, uh, last game, he, he shied away a little bit. Um, I've I've began to feel a lot more confidence in his ability. Um, I feel like he's found a lot more confidence in himself as well. Um, he's developing into a a player that can really get things done when things need to be gotten done. Um, we've got so many weapons. I would really like to see us utilize um, Tresmore. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll we'll see how he matches up against DeAndre Ayton. But um, bad. <laughs> it, it, it may be, it may be, but I've, I've kind of felt like he's gotten the shaft a little bit the last true I feel um, bad. little while. Yeah. I feel bad because he's, yeah, he's offensively been very efficient for the most part of this season. Yep. Um, I feel like when we have him in, we're scoring baskets. Um, when it comes down to things uh, sometimes, you know, we're, we're not hitting from three point range and, I think those high percentage baskets are going to be a key part. That's why him, 
um, Anthony Davis, uh, all of our bigs, Andre Drummond, I think they're going to be key. Look, I, I, I want to get back to our game or, or, or to, you know, AD and, 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 and uh, LeBron James, but uh, that uh, last game, right, um, against the Suns, AD put up, you know, you guys were talking about this, like AD absolutely teared them apart. 42 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, three blocks. This is the defensive end, uh, three steals, and uh, they won, right, against, uh, against the Suns without LeBron James. Um, and um, we played the Suns three times this year. LeBron only played them uh, once. And um, <laughs> you know what he did? He dropped 38, five, and six with 67% shooting. So, you know, I don't really worry about the Suns' defense against our superstars. But I think they're going to try their best to contain them and limit them. They're going to throw everything at them, right? The kitchen sink, yeah. as they say. Um, the Suns have, what, Bridges and Crowder to try to, to, to defend LeBron. Um, they're, they're their best wing defenders. So to try to l- at least limit LeBron James, I don't think they can do that. Um, and like you guys said, there's really no answer for AD um, except maybe Aiton, but, uh, you know, he, I mean, he's athletic enough and whatnot, but he just isn't experienced enough. And, um, you know, um, just depends on the night on his defense. And I think that, like you guys said, they, there's really no matchup for them. But with that said, because the Suns game plan is to limit LeBron James and AD, like I said, they'll throw the kitchen sink at them. I think that it's also important, uh, and McKay, you were alluding to this. I think that the, the supporting cast are important in this one as well. I think they need to be, stay locked in, stay ready to hit their shots. Um, and there's got to be some ball movement, right? Um, and, uh, I, you know, to that point, uh, I think one of the problems that I've seen on our offense all year long is our post-ups. Um, what, do you, what do you guys think about our post of where we have AD over there at the elbow posting up and, you know, um, sometimes it's, it goes well, sometimes it doesn't and it leads to a turnover. What do you, what do you guys think about this? Do you, I, I hope we don't see as much of this uh, in this series or in the playoffs. I, I think this has a lot to do with Anthony Davis just not being in his rhythm yet. Um, he's typically been a fantastic shooter. Um, I was oftentimes last year incredibly surprised that he was so efficient and just constantly so efficient, you know? He was very consistent. Um, LeBron James pre-injury was... I, I felt like he almost couldn't miss his his turnaround jumpers, you know? It was right. pretty incredible to watch. Um, so I... In my mind our problems offensively have been kind of letting off the throttle a little bit. Um, I feel like a lot of times we haven't since the urgency, we become a little bit complacent um, because we're the champs. Uh, We know what we're capable of, but I think it's playoff time. It's time to kick things into fifth gear. Um, The Suns could surprise us. You know, they've, they've been pushing all year long and they're, um, their efforts have borne the fruit and they, you know, they took the second seed. Um, I think we really need to have that sense of urgency. I think we kind of figured that out a little bit against uh, Golden State. 
in that that first playing game. Uh, and for that reason, I think being in the play playing tournament is actually going to be valuable for us. It's uh, showed us that a it's time to get down to business, and we can't slack off because if we do, it can put us in a position um, where we're starting to get real uncomfortable. You know, we could have very easily lost that game to Golden State the other night. It, it was mm-hmm. a very close game. Um, so I I think our focus needs to be on getting things going, getting them going quickly, and not letting up. Yeah, it's going to be a chess match, right? Like, Monty Williams is is no slouch as a, as a coach. Um, and you have two of the highest IQ players going at it, right? LeBron James and CP3. And they're best friends. And they study each other's game. Uh, so this is going to be a, a matchup that's, that's going to be gritty. It's going to be, uh, it's going to feel stagnant at times, right? But we really need to get the offense uh, flowing, get in transition, uh, make those defensive stops. Um, and I agree, this is where Drummond, Mark, and Trez can really make their mark in this series, really pounded inside. And when that defense collapses... Uh, let's get some consistent three-point shooters in KCP Caruso, Wesley Matthews, maybe even Ben McLemore if they put him in there. But like uh, like you guys said, I want Kuzma to make those open shots as well. And for LeBron James, yeah, I, you know, he, he's still uh, nagging from the injury a little bit, right? But it's go time, uh, triple-double numbers time. Uh, the king needs to ignite this offense with this play and really drive us to that 18 championship. Hey, and one other thing that uh, just popped into my mind when you mentioned Ben McLemore, I've been incredibly impressed with his offensive ability um, right. in the time mm-hmm. that he's played with us. Um, it's reminiscent of what uh, Markeith Morris did for us last year in the playoffs. That being said, I'm actually really disappointed with how Markeith has been playing over this last stint with us. And, uh, you know, hard to say it because... Uh, I uh, really started to be a big proponent of his after I saw what he could do in the playoffs last year. But, um, you know, if he can't figure things out and and get it going, um, it might be better to to bench him. I mean, I know he he earned that spot last year in the player in the playoffs. But if he's not getting it going right now, you know, this is a business move. You know, you you can't. do things just because you know you you feel bad for a guy i i think macklemore has earned that spot i i would trust him more at this point behind the three-point line um west matthews has shown some grit and shown that he can uh, make it happen when we really need him as well um and you know i i would use either of those guys as a three-point threat before marquise morris at least at this point in time no, I think I think uh, I think you're right. Um, uh, Markeith has sort of fallen in the rotation. We'll see. I think it'll depend on the matchup. Um, uh, and it, here with the Suns, I think we're going to need some big guys. So we, we might see Markeith. We might we might see Markeith here. Um, but uh, uh, going to a different topic, do you, do you, do you guys see um, THT playing in this one? I think he absolutely absolutely should. Um, I think he has shown that 
he's got confidence well beyond his years. He's got the skill to do it. Um, the few games he played in in the playoffs last year, you know, he showed up. Um, I think mm-hmm. he's very uh, level-headed. Um, he's learned quickly. You know, he's not so crazy and making as many uh, bad decisions as before. He learns quickly. Um, I think he could be an absolute weapon for us. Um, from I, I think he's proved it. I think he's earned it. He's been consistent enough for us to use him. That and that's kind of what I'm looking for right now. You know, the the things I've seen consistently, I I think um, that's the biggest indicator. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. playoffs is a different animal. There are some people that shrink away when it comes to the playoffs, and um, some people who excel even more in the playoffs. Somebody like you know Jamal Murray who all of a sudden is superstar caliber when it comes playoff time. Um, So we'll, we'll see, you know, whoever's there, who, whoever shows up to play for the playoffs this year, if they continue to prove themselves, keep them in. If they can't hash it, got to take them out. Yeah. And it's game to game. Uh, If anything, you want THT on there for another, uh, for a different look. Right for for guarding a CP3, uh, the that length um, we have to use it. We have to leverage it. Um, yeah, it. I think THT should be in there. I don't know if he should, uh, you know, garner the max minutes because we do have other wing players that are really good. And Caruso, I think, has kind of supplanted himself um, as that as that second unit guy, as that as that guy that's gonna be consistently active consistently um appropriate for us uh at the right situations at the closing situations yeah and i've been impressed with caruso's ability to play make and 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 really lead the second unit and i think we're gonna um i think you know he's i think he's gonna be like always i think he's gonna be a big impact player for um uh in the series um not only obviously defensively but i I think offensively as well i think uh, he's just so smart especially with with lebron james on the court just the both of them and and even with ad just all three of them i think um they just present such a problem to uh for uh the other teams just because of the the level of iq that they all three collectively have and um just really uh, have have really uh, um, uh, caused trouble for for, for other teams, um, but yeah, I'm look, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see you know our first matchup here. It's in the afternoon on Sunday, and uh, um, I mean we'll see we'll see how it goes, right? We'll we'll I know that we'll have default rotations coming into that game, and uh, oh, you know default starting lineup, and but as the game progresses, we'll see. Um, you know, we'll kind of see what what we're uh, dealing here with uh, against the the Suns, and um, I'm, I'm confident the the coaching staff will make the right adjustments, and hopefully we'll come out with the win. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, look, this is the 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 series preview, right? So last question of of the of the night here, um, you guys call it. Lakers and what? Lakers in five, man. Lakers in five. I'm calling Lakers in six. 
like just because just because i don't know if we've completely gotten our rhythm back all right all right so we got lakers in five we got lakers in six should i do lakers in four no i'm just kidding (laughs) no i think cp3 and devin booker are are uh uh too good not to you know respect them um even though I am so confident in the art, my team here, the Lakers, and but uh, you're right. I think um, I, I'm going to go with McKay Lakers in six, just because I'm going to give that extra game to Chris Paul here, because you're um, you know we're going to two away games first, so um, we're going to see. We'll see. And, we'll see how and, the, the Lakers handle that. And think about this, right? They're the second seed, and we're the seventh seed, but we're heavily favored over them. I think that might be a first. Right, it is. It is, um, according to to uh, Bet Online. Uh, That's what happens when your two superstars miss half the season, you know? Exactly, exactly. 27 games, LeBron, <laughs> 36 for AD. And, uh, you know, 36 is half of the season. Exactly, exactly half. half. So, um, anyway, uh, you know, I think, I think that does it for today, guys. Um, great discussion all around um, but let's end it here guys um, you guys can catch us on Apple Podcast Spotify and many other listening platforms do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts subscribe and give us a five star review we'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews it'll help us continue to produce this show you can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers guys with that said have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money.